Hi, I'm Bex from the Mercury Bay Museum, and you're listening to my article for CoroMind. What's in a name? Identity, connection, whānau, whakapapa. All these things are part of the makeup of our given names. People, places, and even animals also hold these connections. A name is our legacy to leave for the future. So where did the name Furianga originate, and what is its connections to the past? In 950 AD, Kupe, his wife Henete Aparangi, High Priest Nyahui, and their people left Hawaii aboard the waka Matahoroa. Kupe was in pursuit of Te Fiki o Muturangi, the pet octopus of Muturangi, which had been troubling his tribal fishing grounds in Hawaii. Well into the chase, and as they approached land, Henete Aparangi called, He ao, a cloud. Then, He ao tea, a white cloud. And finally, He ao te roa, a long white cloud. It is believed that the long white cloud was sitting over the peak of Moiho in the Coromandel mountain range, Te Pairoa or Toi Te Huatahi. Aotearoa is the legacy they bestowed on us as a nation. Kupe went on to leave his legacy here for us too. He named this place Te Whitianga a Kupe, the great crossing place of Kupe. He also named Taputapu Atea, known locally also as Mother Brown's Creek. Taputapu Atea is of great sacred significance as a marae atea in Raiatea Tahiti, where all ocean-going voyages sailed from. The marae is also a place of learning for all arioi, an exclusive group of priests, navigators, warriors, musicians and artists who worshipped the war god Oro. The arioi were based at Taputapu Atea, this great marae was at the centre of a large group of islands and home to the Temple of Oro. So that is Kupe and Furianga, but what about the name of the bay, Te Whanganui Ohei? Now we move forward a few hundred years to 1350 AD and another wave of ocean-going people travelling southward. A great fleet of waka made their journey from Raiatea to Aotearoa. The fleet included Te Arawa Waka, Te Arawa Waka was captained by Tamatakapua. Hei, the uncle of Tamatakapua, it is told, was a sailing master on the Arawa, and he elected to sail south down the east coast. As they sailed past the bay, Te Whitianga Akupe, Hei saw an island off the north end of a beach. He names this island Te Kurai Tanga o Takuihu, announcing that his shape resembled the curve of his nose and with this he hereby laid claim to the area. It is said that by claiming the land to be a part of the body, it was made sacred, and that claim is recognised by everyone on board. The island is now known as Motueka, or Pigeon Island, and the area is Hahei. Hei and his brothers settled in Makatu, and gradually the people of Te Arawa dispersed through the Bay of Plenty, until their peace was disturbed by raiding parties. Hay decided to travel north with his family, returning to the Hahei area and the wider bay area now known as Te Whanganui or Hay, the Great Bay of Hay. Hay's last resting place is a cave on Tokotia, Castle Rock, in the mountain ridge of Toi. His nephew, Tamatakapua, also was laid to rest here. So what about Mercury Bay, I hear you ask? How did we go from this connection to Whakapapa to a name of European identity? 1769 was the year, and this time Captain James Cook arrived in the bay on board the HMB Endeavour. With his crew and members of the scientific community, he stayed 12 days. 
On arrival, one of his orders was to record the transit of Mercury. He and Charles Green did this on November the 9th, 1769, and Cook therefore declared the bay be named Mercury Bay. This name has stuck with the large area being named Mercury Bay by European settlers for the last 250 years. Furianga has been the name of the town known by all who travelled to and through her, whether it was for business or fun in the sun. However, in 1928, there was a community dividing discussion on both names, Mercury Bay versus Fitianga. Join me next month as we learn of one of the most colourful pages in the record of Fitianga's history. I'm Bex from the Mercury Bay Museum. Thank you for tuning in to my article on Coromind.